Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua B. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the program, New Time Warp Footage. That's right, breaking, breaking news here, new time warp footage, plus evil fairies. Now, you might be saying, what's that, Josh? Evil fairies? Well, listen, I am recording this in March, and I'm always reminded of the little people around St. Patrick's Day, up the airy mountain, down the rushy glen. We dare not go a-hunting for fear of little men. And I'm not talking about Tom Cruise here. But why are some of these little beings considered so frightening? Well, I want to share some really interesting lore with you. You may have heard some about this, but I bet you don't know all the interesting little details. It's pretty fascinating. You know, some of these little people, these types of beings, these fairies, these fae, you know, well, again, we're going to get into that, but they are believed to teleport. And to be able to somehow manipulate space and time, which is an interesting tie-in to the first topic that I want to get into here in the show. Uh, this is actually something that I have been meaning to share with you for quite a while, but I was waiting until just the right time. And this is it. You hear me talk a lot about Jason Sirachi, the UFO videographer, 
Uh, I mean, he is out there almost every night with third generation night vision goggles, military grade technology, and he is recording strange things flying around the night skies. And uh, he did. He started doing most of his work in Colorado. Now he lives here in the Vegas area. And Jason, he his footage is so remarkable and some of the stuff is so weird that uh, it's been picked up by the History Channel by the travel channel uh it's been covered in um you know various international news outlets and jason was at my event the the last conference that i i produced uh in las vegas called finding your magic 2 and that was in may of 2021 and that was actually my last conference ever i just i've done so many conferences i said i don't have time to do conferences anymore but uh but the good news is we did videotape some of it and you can watch some of that footage if you go to uh my online curiosity shop and you just find the link there that says finding your magic. But anyway, it was a great event. I mean Tom Danheiser was there, Dr. Mulder was there, Santero David Longley was there. I mean I can't remember everybody. The list goes on and on. But but Jason did something a little different than everyone else. Uh, this is actually the first time that I had met Jason in person. And he had never been to this area, and he was really intrigued with the area where I discovered what has now become known as the Vegas Time Warp. And, of course, I've talked about this a lot. Um, and just to kind of refresh you, in June of 2018... I was on my way from Vegas to Area 51, and I was taking meter readings with what's called a differential time rate meter, or DT meter, uh, built by Ronald Heath at different points in the desert. And this meter is supposed to tell us whether or not there is a time anomaly, if time appears to speed up or slow down. And we now know that that is certainly... Uh, happening all over the place. New scientific data has confirmed that. So anyway, I found this, this spot on the side of the road where time was, was slowing down by like 2100 thousandths of a second. I mean, which I, that's really small, but I'm, you know, that's a huge thing. And so that made the news because I couldn't figure out why that would be happening there. And then of course, after the fact, that's when I found out. Oh, by the way, you didn't know that this is one of the the most famous UFO hotspots in the world where people have not only seen UFOs, but had close encounters and, uh, and, and of course missing time and like all this stuff is built up around this spot. So Jason decided that he was going to go out there by himself that first night after our little meet and greet we did for the event and just film, just film by himself quietly at night at the time warp location. And here's what happened. Okay. <laughs> He's standing out there in the, the dark, quiet desert. And he's filming through the third generation night vision, which is sensitive to infrared light that is sometimes invisible to the naked eye. And all of a sudden he sees this ball of light that appears hovering over the desert where the, the uh, right around where the time warp is. Or was, and it just goes sort of drifting 
across the and, and Jason is like, what the? And he starts kind of freaking out and he follows this light uh, as it kind of moves around this area of the desert. And then it just sort of dwindles and disappears. Right. And and of course, he's he's freaking out. And I am about to tell you how you can watch this footage. This is the first footage that's ever been shot like this, showing something sort of hovering right around the desert floor at night at the time warp location. And uh, Jason wrote this about his experience. He said, quote, this happened the morning of May 15th, 2021 at 1238 a.m. That's just 38 minutes after midnight. This happened an hour after I left the Finding Your Magic 2 uh, first night of the conference. Uh, says earlier that day, I had gone to the time warp location and got strange compass readings. So I decided to go back out late that night after the events meet and greet. And I was there for about 25 minutes or so. and was not seeing anything in the sky or anywhere. And then I turned around and there was a glowing orb or light that went through a metal wire fence about 200 feet away from me. I knew it was something odd because the holes in the fence were too small for anything large to pass through. The orb continued across the dirt road and disappeared when it crossed the road into the bushes. After the orb disappeared, I stopped filming. Then something touched me three times on my neck. This was not a bug because there were no bugs flying around the entire time I was there. And after that happened, I left and went back to the hotel and did a sky watch there for a while. And if anyone is wondering why I didn't run toward the orb to film it, it's because it's not safe to run toward any UFO alone. End quote. That's probably good advice. Don't you think? <laughs> and now let me again, I want to emphasize this. Okay. When he says, or we're not talking about these little kind of translucent specks of stuff that you see flying around haunted houses that could be dust or insects or reflections or raindrops or any of that. No, no, this is different. This is a ball of light that is distinct and stable moving around the ground recorded through military-grade third-generation night vision goggles. And so I posted this footage online, and I'm going to tell you how you can go and see it for free. Uh, and, and let me know what you think. And I, gosh, and I hope so many more people will start going out there and you know, filming stuff. But here is why this is perfect, perfect timing. Um, Jason has decided there's been so much interest in his work that for a limited period of time this year, and I don't know how limited we're talking here, uh, but throughout various times this year, at least, Jason is willing to take very small groups of people, like four to six people at a time, to secret locations uh, outside of Las Vegas, maybe like 30 minutes outside of Las Vegas, and bring out all his best gear, okay, all the, the top, notch third generation and these ultra high sensitivity uh, low light cameras and all kinds of other gas gadgets and gizmos and things he's going to take people out 
and let them spend at least a couple of hours with him in the desert. And he's going to teach them how to use all this stuff. And then you'll go on a UFO skywatch with him. And then you get to keep your footage and do whatever you want. I mean, uh, when we come back from the break, I'll tell you more about that. Uh, in the meantime, go to VegasUFOs.com if you want to scroll down and see the footage from the time warp. Just scroll down to the bottom of that page, VegasUFOs.com. I'll tell you more about some weird laws, though, regarding using third gen when you're looking for UFOs. Not everybody can do this. And feedback from people about Mercury, Nevada. Yeah, you remember that show. And interdimensionals. And yes, evil fairies. You know what? I'm doing experiments all the time. I do this experiment sometimes where I ask listeners to guess red or black on a roulette wheel. I started out with over a thousand people. I've whittled it down to five people who've gotten it right. Every time, round after round, they, some of those people, are soon going to start getting a share of the profit from the casino. If you want to participate in that kind of stuff, you got to go to joshuapwarren.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter. Takes you two seconds. You put your email address in the bank, you hit submit, and you'll get an automated email from me with some free goodies. joshuapwarren.com, the free e-newsletter. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be right back. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The Wizard of Weird will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm George Norrie. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And here is the press release New Vegas UFO Skywatch with third generation night vision. For a limited time, you can apply to be taken to a secret desert location near Vegas and learn how to professionally hunt UFOs with Jason Sirachi, whose strange footage has been acquired by the History Channel, Travel Channel, and featured in international media outlets like The Sun and The Daily Star. Quote, people need to see it to believe it says Jason, and I have third generation night vision and other high tech that I use to help summon and capture these things. I love showing others what I've learned and that this is real. It's kind of like a two hour class that can change your life in one night, end quote. The experience is produced by Vegas local Joshua P. Warren, who owns the haunted Boulder City Ghost and UFO Tour and the Vegas Ghost and UFO Show. Quote, I saw an astounding UFO in Southern Nevada a little over 10 years ago, says Warren. I have become obsessed with helping other people see these things, too. We're very strict about ruling out the normal, so you just have to get out there and let us show you in person. It's that simple, end quote. So Sirachi is going to accept, just for a a little while, a limited time this year, groups of four to six people, and due to federal law, it is only available to United States citizens. 
I'm going to get back to that in a minute because a lot of people are perplexed by that. Anyway, if you want to apply, you ha- you just go to VegasUFOs.com. Um, okay, here's the thing about the law, and uh, this, this is very surprising for a lot of folks, and this is all spelled out for you. On the website there, VegasUFOs.com, you can go and see a bunch of different footage that Jason shot and other stuff that explains how all this works and how you apply, and, and you've got to be at least 21 years old. But the thing is, um, U.S. law says that it is a federal crime for any non-U.S. citizen to even look through third-generation night vision goggles. I mean, it's one thing to say, like, you can't take it out of the country, but somebody who's not a citizen is not allowed to look through them or even look at any of the uh, instruction manuals or any, anything like that. It is a federal offense, and you can go to prison for that. Can you believe that? Uh, it's absolutely true, and that is according to what's called ITAR, the International Traffic and Arms Regulation Title 22 Code of Federal Regulation, Parts 120 through 130. I'm telling you, this is no joke. So I've already gotten some emails from people because I, I, I released this information a few days ago. We already have people who have scheduled a month in advance to come do this. And but some people, you know, they're not. American citizens and they're like, what, what's the deal here, man? So unfortunately I have to tell them I have no control over that. But anyway, you can go there and you can look over all this information and hopefully you'll be one of the lucky people who will get to join us. But, uh, we, we do have to, you know, take pictures of everybody's driver's licenses and that, that sort of thing to make sure that all is kosher, especially here. You know, we, we even tell people, if you go to this UFO uh, website here and you want to join Jason, um, that y- if you start emailing us, you might want to check your spam folder because a lot of times when people email Jason and they start talking about UFOs, uh, sometimes the emails, the, his emails will get flagged and they'll go into spam automatically or just get censored for some reason. So that's another little tip. If you're going to email him and ask, you know, him to plan a, a possible time, <laughs> check your spam folder. There are people who may not like what's going on here. This is a really weird place, the Vegas area. There's a lot of secret work that's done here. And th- the best example I can give, one of the best examples is the show I recently did about Mercury, Nevada. And do you know what? Since I did that show, a number of listeners have emailed me and, and, and they've just been, you know, their minds were blown just like mine. But, uh, nobody has really given me any more insight on exactly what's, what's up with the blue bunny. But a lot of people were contacting me and saying, holy cow, check this out. And they would send me like a screenshot or something, uh, where they were trying to get directions from their house to, to Mercury. And you'll, and it was like, nope, can't, can't be done. Wouldn't even give you directions there. So a lot of people are now very curious about Mercury, Nevada. So this gives you an idea of why this sort of thing may happen. Uh, but moving on here, this is something really intriguing. Let's think about what, what Jason might be capturing when he goes to someplace like the time warp location and he sees this ball of light sort of appear. And then it moves around and then it sort of shrinks and disappears. It's very similar to, say, one of the brown mountain lights in Western North Carolina. 
And I've talked before on this program about the concept of flatland, which goes back to, you know, the 1800s. But, okay, what if we are living in these three dimensions that we can experience every day? And what if there was a place called Flatland, which just had two dimensions? And I talked about how that if you, as a three-dimensional being, um, descended into Flatland, then from the Flatlander's perspective, you, it, they would not be able to see you in your entirety. They would just see sort of a set of objects that would appear and then disappear. And taking that to the next level, I posted a really interesting video recently on my Twitter feed, and I said, what if a 4D being enters our 3D world? And I use the word being, but let's just say object. Okay, it doesn't have to be a 4D energy of any kind enters our 3D world. What would that look like from a physics standpoint? And there was a really great uh, video that was done by, let's see, this channel is called, it's on YouTube, The Action Lab. And I watch a lot of this guy's videos. And he did this video called, What Does a 4D Ball Look Like in Real Life? So in other words, we talk about interdimensional beings and stuff like that all the time. But if something that's interdimensional, that's uh, a fourth dimensional energy or, or object enters our 3D world, how would that look to us? Now, I'm not going to be able to explain this well to you in a podcast, which is why you need to watch the video. But what I will tell you is that, okay, let's see if I'm going to try that. I'm going to try explaining something really crazy. Okay. If, if we have uh, in the 3D world, a ball and we lower it into a 2D world, the 2D beings could only see slices of the ball. So they would only see like lines that would sort of change in width. Uh, they get wider as the ball dropped into their dimension and then they would get narrower as the ball was going out of the dimension. Oh boy. I hope you can envision this. So what would happen for us in our three dimensional world if a fourth dimensional being descended down? And basically what this guy illustrates is. Here's what it would look like. Let's say you had a ball in the same situation. But instead of a ball in the 3D world becoming little slices in a 2D world, if a ball in a, a 4D world came into our 3D world, first what you would see would be a little pinpoint, a, a little round pinpoint, and then the ball would appear and expand it would like a balloon blowing up as it was passing through. And then after you hit the midpoint of the ball, then it would start shrinking and then it would shrink down to a pinpoint and disappear. I know this is some crazy stuff, guys, and I, I probably nobody else would ever even try to explain this on a podcast. So maybe this is a bad idea. But in other words, just trust me. Watch this video, okay? Go to my to Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren. Watch this video, or just go to YouTube and go to the Action Lab, and what does a 4D ball look like? The point is, if an interdimensional being or a manifestation appeared, then it might appear, if this if it's some kind of circular orb-like thing, as a little pinpoint that grows, it swells, it, it, it might move around and brighten and dim and brighten and dim, and then finally, when it moves out of our dimension, it shrinks and it winks out maybe that's the kind of thing 
that somebody like Jason is filming at the time warp location. I'm sorry if that didn't make sense, but aliens, they are probably using this kind of technology. Okay. They probably are. Uh, they're, they're using tools that are moving from the fourth dimension, at least into the third dimension. And that's why they seem to be paranormal. They, they, uh, they appear and then they just shrink and they vanish and ghosts do the same sort of things. And cryptids can do the same sort of things, which brings us to the possibility of another realm. Okay. A realm where a lot of these beings may live. I was talking about the little people, for example, do you know, do you know that practically every single, single culture around the world, Every culture going back to, back to ancient times has some version of these little beings that we think of as fairies or fae. And what's funny is that often when you think about these fairies, it's kind of like a lighthearted thing like, oh, they're funny and they're. Let me tell you something. A lot of these fairies, they're not very nice, or at least they're very indifferent toward humans. Some of them can be downright mean. Some of them could be downright evil. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about a particular type of fairy phenomenon that if if real is chilling and it tells you something really creepy about the relationship that may exist between humans and these beings in the in the fairy realm, the fae. I'm Joshua P. Warren. And you're listening to Strange Things uh, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back after these important messages. Hang in there. Josh is coming right back on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Oh 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. Please make sure and check out my show, Shades of the Afterlife, heard right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. Yes, these beings have been reported all over the world. But if you look up the word fairy in particular, also fae, It says it's a type of mythical being or legendary creature found in the folklore of multiple European countries, a form of spirit, often described as metaphysical, supernatural. Uh, It says myths and stories do not have a, a single origin, but are a collection of folk beliefs. Some people believe that they are either angels or demons uh, it says deities in pagan belief systems as spirits of the dead, prehistoric precursors to humans or spirits of nature. Um, it goes on and on. What's interesting here is they also say that the label of fairy has at times been only applied to specific magical creatures with human appearance, magical powers, and a penchant for trickery. At other times, it has been used to describe any magical creature, such as goblins and gnomes. Fairy has at time been used as an adjective, meaning equivalent to enchanted or magical, is also used as a name 
for the place these beings come from, the land of the fairy. Now, if you're wondering about this word fairy in general, it says the English word fairy derives from the early modern English fairy, meaning realm of the fays. Now, you might be asking yourself, okay, well, what's a fay? Well, it says here in old French romance, a fay was a woman skilled in magic and who knew the power and virtue of words, of stones, and of herbs. And so what you can also say is, well, some people would call that a witch. So the idea of a person with magical powers being somehow, you know, well, let's say tapping into some other dimension uh, is probably a channel for this realm, the realm of the fae, the realm of the fairies. Like they're, they're tapping in. I know my friend Angela Moore, the psychic, she says sometimes to people, you seem like the kind of person who has one foot in this dimension and another foot in this dimension. So I, I guess that's sort of what she's talking about here. Now, look, we could talk for hours about these stories that are related to to fairies and whatnot, supposedly. But let me just tell you what some of the things that I find interesting in particular. So, OK, let's say that there is this other realm and there are all these different types, of little magical beings that uh, may or may not care for us or care about us. Just like humans, you, have, you meet nice humans, you meet bad humans, you meet people who, you know, some people they go and they, they buy a pig and they keep it as a pet. And some people buy a pig and they kill it and eat it. You just don't know what kind of uh, interaction you're going to get there. So anyway, in this realm of fairies, uh, some of these fairies can live for hundreds or thousands of years. Apparently, they do age, however, which is why sometimes you have these fairies that are represented as having long beards and whatnot. And just like all things, as they age, you know, they, they start getting weak and they kind of need somebody to take care of them. Right. Well, let me combine that concept with another concept. Fairies often envy human beings because the fairies are on such a, a higher, lighter dimension that uh, it's difficult for them to sometimes fully connect with our dense physical realm and our dense physical frequency. And so it can be quite helpful for a fairy to manipulate a human being into being a slave or a servant in order to get good old hardcore dense manual labor done. It's kind of like being a human and saying, well, I, I can run across this field, but uh, it's going to not be nearly as easy for me as it is if I jump on this horse and let him do the work. Right. And so there's this idea that some fairies are very open minded to the idea of of taking human beings and turning them into slaves of some kind. And. The idea here is that some of these fairies apparently have thought it's okay to find a baby. You, you want to make sure it's a nice, fresh baby. It's got a lot of, a lot of years, a lot of mileage left on it, right? You want to take this baby and use it as a servant. At the same time, you got some old fairy here 
who says, oh, I would love to have some human take care of me and just, you know, I, I don't have to do anything. I just sit back and they treat me like that baby. So they go, okay, let's do a switcheroo. So the fairies will come in the night and they will abduct this healthy young baby. And then the old fairy who's ready to retire and just be loved and taken care of by a human will replace the baby and shapeshift in order to look more like the baby. And the parents wake up in the morning and they don't necessarily know that what looks like their little baby or their little kid is actually not. It's an old fairy now. I think you know what this is called, don't you? It's called a changeling. A changeling. This is a frightening concept for uh, a lot of people who believe in this. And back in the day, it was a terrifying concept because a lot of people did believe this was absolutely possible. And so it's like one day, if your kid starts acting weird, uh, maybe uh, he, he starts speaking differently or seems confused and awkward and distant in a way, doesn't seem like him or herself. You start thinking, what's his... Is that really my kid or has it, is this, has my kid been switched out for, for a changeling here? And they say that one of the, the clues that your kid may have maybe a changeling is that, uh, they have a voracious appetite. They love a lot of the food that humans fix. And so if your kid comes in one morning and just starts eating everything in the kitchen and you go, wow, what an appetite. Where'd that come from? That could be a sign of, of a changeling. And uh, there are all kinds of different methods that people used to use, especially in the Middle Ages in Europe, to try to scare away um, fairies uh, to, to prevent this changeling phenomenon. There are different types of charms and things that could be created left around the kid. One thing I read here that's really interesting, they say, you can leave a pair of iron scissors open near where the child sleeps. And that is thought to ward them off. Now, why would that be? I'm not exactly sure, other than maybe fairies are very delicate and they don't want to get around blades. But also, and this is going out on a limb, you know how I talk about... um the magic of shapes and how like a pointed shape, like a lightning rod is always spraying electrostatic charges off of it. Maybe pointy metal objects, they sort of, they spray electromagnetic energy around them that, that fairies don't like. It ruffles their wings or something. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so I'm reading through this and I'm thinking, man, this is just wild. Like uh, all these different ideas about how you would identify whether or not your kid is, is a changeling. And if you go down here to, to Germany, for example, they say that, um, here's, here's some tests you can do to see, you know, if you got your real child or not, you can confuse the changeling by cooking or brewing in eggshells. Did you get that? I guess you take an eggshell and you cook in the eggshell. I don't know where this comes from, but it says this confuses the changeling enough. It bothers it enough. It will force the changeling to speak, which usually leads to it exposing uh, its true identity and claiming its, you know, its real age. Uh, 
Um, here is another, uh, I think one of my favorite ways they say to tell if your uh, kid is a changeling is to throw it in the oven and, um, <laughs> if it doesn't die, yeah, it's a changeling. Um, and then of course you can also hit it or whip it and you'll find out if it's a changeling. I guess. <laughs> and it's just awful. But, but, but think about this. All right. People actually used to believe this kind of thing. And, uh, when you, when you, when you imagine people like they didn't know what shape the earth was, they'd never been outside of their community. Many of them had, they were illiterate. Uh, think of how, if your elders told you something like this is real, then, you know, it could be, it could be perceived as your reality. And th this shows you the astounding importance of information and therefore the freedom of of speech you know why freedom of speech is so important and look on the other hand is there some nugget of truth into all of the in, in the middle of all this i don't know i really don't know when it, when somebody like jason sirachi says that you probably should not go charging forth toward a ufo or a light in the field or whatever then maybe there's good reason for it. Because if you don't know, you just don't know, right? So I just thought this was interesting because when you start thinking about the idea that there is another realm that we're interacting with, how far does it go? Is there a nugget of truth in this changeling phenomenon? I'd love to hear from you if you have any ideas. When we come back, I'm going to read to you some email reports I've gotten about, well, possession, and also a special report from Dr. Mulder I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. Hang on. Josh will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. 
find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Art Bell Vault never disappoints. Classic audio at your fingertips. Go now to coasttocoastam.com for full details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And imagine a guy says, hey, trust me, that kid is a changeling. Throw him in the oven, you'll see. He's going to be fine. Okay, I threw him in the oven and he burned up. Ooh, my bad. Sorry about that, dude. I I could have sworn that was a changeling. <laughs> you know what? Times are tough. Um, they always have been. And people are always looking for a way to, to learn more, to get more insight, to get an edge. And so occasionally I have asked Dr. Mulder, the wishing machine master, to pop in here and just give you a, a tip. 
on uh, something he's done to manifest using a wishing machine or similar device. And so here's what he has for us on this show. Here is Dr. Mulder. I want to tell you about an experiment I did. Oh, the heck, this was about a, oh, a year and a half ago. I have a good friend of mine who was deployed to the Middle East, and I like to play jokes on this person. Uh, you know, we're just, uh, we've been good friends for many years now, and I said, what the heck, I like to kind of be the thorn in his side. So I decided I was going to see if I can do an experiment with uh, the weather. Anyway, I got uh, three items. The first thing was a homemade orgone generator. They're real easy to build. Uh, I'm sure you can find uh, instructions or directions anywhere on the web. Um, then I had a wishing machine and also a world map. I took an alligator clip, put it on the, uh, the part of the orgone generator that was the output section, and then I took the... Uh, took the other end of that lead, which was a jack, and plugged it into the input of the wishing machine. Then on the output of the wishing machine, I had another jack, uh, another lead, and on the end of that was an alligator clip with a, uh, a stick pin. And I put that into uh, the part of the world that I wanted to project that energy into. So I tuned the machine for weather anomalies for that particular location um, and uh, let the machine do its job. Within, oh, I'd say two weeks, uh, they had a major hailstorm out in the middle of the desert. And I really got a kick out of that because uh, my friend asked, was that you? And I said, what do you think? And, of course, uh, you know, you got to chuckle out of it. And uh, that, was the, that was probably one of, the, one of the most interesting things I've done when it came to weather uh, next to the rainstorm over another major city uh, off the Persian Gulf. But that's another story. And again, something real simple to build. Uh, all you need is an orgone generator, wishing machine, and a map uh, so that you can point to the location you want that energy to go to. And that's all it is. Very simple stuff. And within two to two or three weeks, uh, you should have some results. Uh, for further information, please do not hesitate to go to wishingmachineproject.com. Again, all one word, wishingmachineproject.com. And thank you for that tip, Dr. Mulder. And you know what? I got an email from a guy named Charles, and he said, I am an avid listener. My issue is there is a woman practicing witchcraft in the apartment above mine, and I would like to try to get a solution. I don't know how much you charge, but I am more than willing to work with you to get help. I'm trying to figure out the best mediums to put a stop to what she's doing. Uh, it says, I can't move from my apartment. Please let me know if you can offer any solutions. Thank you, Charles. I don't know exactly what Charles is dealing with here, but you know what I said? I said, look, I don't, you can't hire me to do anything like that. I don't do that. But I said, contact Dr. Mulder, contact Dr. Mulder, and let's see if he can, you know, figure out a way to help you resolve this. And, uh, if you are interested in contacting Dr. Mulder, uh, just go to wishingmachineproject.com. You'll find an email address there and you can just send an email and I'll make sure it gets to Dr. Mulder. Or you can just email me through my website and, uh, I'll forward it to him as well. So yeah, like I say, times are tough. The world's chaotic. People are looking for an edge. You know, my friend Forrest Connor, he recently posted this quote on his Facebook page by Henry Rollins. 
A great way to learn about your country is to leave it. You have to have some outside perspective on everything around you sometimes, right? And, you know, life is tough. It's a, it's a classroom. Sometimes we all need help. You know, you might see someone begging for money on a corner and just ignore that person. Uh, but sometimes pause, take a moment and think about the times when you need something and you are asking for help, whether it's help from another person or help from God. And remember that we are all beggars sometimes just in different ways and on different scales. So be very careful about how you approach these situations. What if that person on the corner is really an angel in disguise testing you? Well, you'd hate to mess that one up, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> maybe you have a lot of control. I, I broke a, a fortune cookie open the other day. You know, I had Chinese and I bro broke open the fortune cookie. And I, I was thinking about a certain question I had. And I broke it open and the fortune cookie was empty. And I thought that's the best possible outcome. Because it helps to remind me that I am in control here. To some extent, to some extent. Okay, how about this one? This comes to me from Adam. He says, my family that lives a good distance away from me are collectors slash pickers slash junkers. They go to auctions, flea markets, and estate sales, locally referred to as dead farmer sales, uh, mainly to resell various items they pick up on the cheap. I am concerned about the possibility of them bringing home some type of negative energy with some of these items. Once home, the items are often stored in the attached garage until they can be moved elsewhere. That being said, is there any kind of protection for my family that can be done without having them do anything? Maybe even done covertly. It's quite fun for them and a good distraction given the condition of the world around us, so I don't want to scare or discourage them. Currently, there has not been any incidents. However, the energy of the house seems to be a little off. It's difficult to explain, but there's a certain vulnerability and a heavy feeling to the house. Thanks for your time, Adam. So I wrote him back and I said, you know, indeed, people, places, or things can be haunted, and it varies on a case-per-case -case basis. And for more insight on this, and people who can offer you help and protection techniques, listen to this. I covered this. I gave you the best advice I have. Listen to episode 11 of this podcast called Strange Things. Go back, episode 11, give it a listen. Uh, this came to me from, okay, you know, there's this, uh, fella, his name is Tom, who listens to the show, and he has a, a big haunted property in England, and he wrote me, and he said, Josh, last Saturday, a cohort of Roman, excuse me, now these, these are, these are ghosts, okay, a cohort of Roman troops Okay, a troop of ghosts was observed marching on the moor at the property. Interestingly, the troops left physical tracks in the snow. Tom, 
Now, isn't that intriguing? Because, uh, you know, I was talking very recently on this program about the fact that, uh, you know, we have this lady who is in Oklahoma who captured some kind of a ghostly manifestation moving on her on her property, on her lawn and seemed to leave tracks in the snow. So I'm working with Tom best I can to try to get some investigators out there and get some footage of this. So <laughs> pretty cool, huh? And let's see, I think I can squeeze in one more here. This comes to me from Debbie. This is, she says, another Mandela effect. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like the timelines are changing or something like that. She says, apparently the little veggie that we all know as Brussels sprouts is now pluralized. It is now Brussels sprouts. It has always been Brussels and then Sprouts, right? Does anyone really say Brussels? Love listening to you on your podcast. Be well. Thank you, Debbie. I've always said Brussels Sprouts. So yeah, I've Brussels Sprouts. Is that a new one to all of you? Think about it. The Mandela effect. <laughs> oh, maybe the whole timeline is changing constantly all around us well and that if that's the case we better tap into it and we better think positively and we better make the most of it and we try to do that every week often as we can by listening to the good fortune tone close your eyes if you can take a deep breath here it is That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.